Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, we at More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 136 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. I absolutely love what is happening with the barbecue scene here in Calgary and all of Alberta. Of course, this whole COVID thing has been a nightmare for so many of the great restaurants. But through, we have seen some new things come up and there's more to come. That growth extends beyond just the barbecue world, of course. And this week, I have the privilege of sharing a conversation I had recently with a woman out of Bragg Creek, Alberta, that has turned her love of cooking and a family tradition of preserving and canning into a business. While the products they make aren't necessarily barbecue, they can certainly be used to accentuate your barbecue cooking. And those dill carrots would make a great addition to anything you have on your plate. Trust me. Vanessa from Preserved YYC is my guest this week. And I'm excited to share her story of a local business supporting local farmers. It is the first week of the month, my friends. And that means it is time for the Alberta Podcast Network Spotlight. APN founder Karen Undlin joins me after the conversation with Vanessa. Thinking of starting a podcast to help build your business's brand but don't know how to get started? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production. Contact us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com for more information. This segment of the show is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now, during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor wanting to give back to community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about their work through Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Welcome, everybody. Another episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Uh, stepping away a little bit from the barbecue world today, but uh, definitely keeping uh, keeping with the theme of uh, food and uh, and local food here in Calgary. Uh, Vanessa from Preserved YYC joins me uh, today. Vanessa, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm very well today, Ryan. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. I appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday evening to uh, to join me here and do this. So, uh, before we get into the preserved story, uh, just tell folks a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so born and raised Calgaryan, living in Bragg Creek these days, which uh, usually have a little bit of an internet delay out here. Okay. Uh, always surrounded by food and interested in, in cooking and culinary scene and all that good stuff. I worked in fine dining restaurants for a, a good 15 15 years, and about three years ago, I kind of stepped aside from restaurants and started Preserved. Okay. Well, before we uh, get into that, the question I've been asking everybody lately is, what does barbecue mean to you? Um, So I've been listening to your podcast. (laughs) I was ready for the question. I am going to quote one of my favorite authors. Okay. Okay. 
Anthony Bourdain said barbecue may not be the road to world peace, but it's a start. Absolutely. And that one really hits with me because mm-hmm. I just think barbecue is such a primal way to show your love and care to your community and to your visitors. Um, it's just always a good way to get everybody together and feed each other. And I just think that's love. Absolutely. Love it. That's yeah. outstanding. And then uh, when you and I were communicating over Instagram, you mentioned uh, uh, one of my recent guests, uh, Rock and Ronnie Shuchuk. Yeah. So his book came out when I was probably 12 or 13 years old. And my mom bought a copy of it. And we used to spend our summers out at Pine Lake in the Red Deer area. And I read his book like it was a novel and tried to recreate everything in there. Awesome. To this day, I still do a play on his barbecue sauce. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. Now, he's a a great guy and certainly one of the pioneers of... uh, of the barbecue scene out here in Alberta and Western Canada. So yeah, you really set the tone. Absolutely. Um, so how did you get into making, uh, preserves? What, uh, was that through your, your mom or what, uh, what kind of was the legend of that? So the legend really starts, um, one day my, my oldest sister gave me a call and said, Hey, wouldn't it be fun if we went out to Uncle Gibbs' farm and learned how to can? And at this time, I was already well into food and cooking and the restaurant industry. And I said, yeah, sure, that would be fun. And we went out to our Uncle Gibbs' farm. And he's just a bachelor that grows this amazing, huge, it's about a full acre garden. Nice. It's this amazing, amazing garden. And uh, he spends all summer gardening and all winter making beer and wine and uh, turned right. into quite the party. Yeah. And we went back year after year. And after the third year, we left with about 800 jars. And I said, well, now what are we going to do with now all of this? Yep. Um, and then that kind of just moved away from the homestead kind of panning and mm-hmm. bringing in my contacts within the restaurant industry of our really well-known really awesome farmers and i thought it was time to show off what they do awesome and that's how preserved yyc uh kind of came to be then that's about it yeah so you're working with uh with local farmers as you say getting the uh the 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 product the vegetables and etc right yeah so everything that preserved makes is um showcasing a different alberta grown product and so I'll use Gull Valley greenhouses for all of my tomatoes and cucumbers and chilies. Poplar Bluff grows really great root vegetables. Um, and they've teamed up with a man named Cam Beard who grows these amazing sweet carrots. Mm. I use those carrots for my dilled carrots. Um, those are, those are, those are pretty awesome. I just got to cut in there and uh, love the carrots. So tasty. Um, I got a pretty good name going for our Haskap or Honeyberry Jam mm. this year, which yep. is an up-and-coming berry. Yep. But pretty much everything we make, I, I can tell you by name who grows what's inside my jars. That's that's awesome. I, I love that, that it's all local uh, and you, you know where it's coming from. So We've got a Haskap bush out back here if you want it, it's yours because we're, uh, we're, we're not big fans of them and we're just trying to get rid of the things. So. You're cute. 
The birds will take them sooner yeah, than oh, later. No, they get used. And my wife will be very upset with me if I don't <laughs> mention that the, uh, I believe her comment on the raspberry jam is that it's the best, best jam on the planet. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's, I, uh, um, yeah. Very happy to hear that. Yes. So uh, you, you you mentioned a few things. Kind of go through the product line of what uh, what you're offering there. Um. So right now we we recently opened a store in Bragg Creek. Right. So we I kind of have two lines of product. I have my main line of product that um, you can buy in other stores throughout Alberta. Mm-hmm. And with that line, we've got um, bread and butter pickles, dilled carrots. Candied chilies, mm, a sweet too, garlic yeah. and chili ketchup, and then we've got the raspberry vanilla jam, right? The Haskap jam and a Saskatoon berry and gin jam. Nice, yep. And our main line is going to be growing a little bit this year, and we are going to be adding a sour cherry jam and a carrot cake jam, mm. and then in summer we'll also be adding a salsa roja. Uh, salsa roja? Does that we get that last item? Yeah. So a salsa roja, more like a Mexican taqueria style salsa okay. versus like a Tex-Mex. So what is that? More, less chunky? Is that? It would be less chunky, um, no bell peppers. Okay. Cilantro heavy. I char the tomatoes yep. and the onions that nice. go into the salsa roja. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds awesome. And, um. Uh, yeah, where you mentioned obviously the store in Bright Creek, and um, where talk about some of the other places folks can find your products. Um, so the big ones being Gull Valley Greenhouses stand in the Calgary Farmers Market. They right. carry any products that I make with their ingredients. Um, the Italian Center Shop, Just Right Market, um, Fresh and Local. On McLeod Trail in Avenida there. Okay, yeah. Um, there's about 20. Oh, wow. I have a link to all of them in my website. On the website, okay, super. Um, we're also growing outside of Calgary a little bit. We have a retailer in Old, in Olds Town Square. Okay, yeah. And um, Jarred Mercantile in Leduc as Okay, well. awesome. So, yes, reaching out a little bit outside of the uh, the Calgary area. Yeah, we're we're hoping to get throughout um, throughout Alberta this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and lots of different markets and different things like that, right? So there's, uh, I think, lots of opportunity for that. So yeah, any uh, anything else down the way? And now the Bright Creek uh, location. What's happening with that? Is it you're back opening up in a shortly? We'll be open back up the first weekend in February. So okay, we're coming up pretty quick here. Yep. Uh, and that's pretty exciting. I've been really enjoying having having the store and getting to have the face to face with with people. Yep. Um, and within the store, um, actually, this spring we're going to be launching with a second brand name. Okay. Called Mighty Pine Mixers. Okay. So in the store, we do the two different lines: my main line of product and another line called Itty Bitty Batch, which yep. is just smaller batches where the farmer doesn't grow a whole bunch, or I can only source a little bit. Yep. With our itty bitty batches this year, I did a lot of cordials, like cocktail mixers. Okay, yeah, we've seen those in the yeah. store. Yeah, yeah, and those did pretty well this year. And so we're we're reaching out with a second brand, and the second brand will mostly be marketed and taken care of by my fiance Pierre. Okay, and that'll be called Mighty Pine Mixers. Awesome. 
and some, uh, again, uh, alcohol cocktail mixes, right? Yeah. So the mixers themselves will be alcohol free. Right. Yeah. Whether you choose to, to add the alcohol or not is, yep. is your prerogative. Yeah. What, yeah. uh, how many different, uh, varieties of that are you looking at? We're going to start with five different flavors. A spruce tip is the big one that I'm so excited about. Yeah. Which, have you had any spruce tip? I have not, I don't think, no. Um, a good good friend of Pierre's mentioned that it would be similar to, he calls it the, the lemongrass of Alberta. Okay, yep. Spruce tips have this really cool citrus bright flavor that mm-hmm. you wouldn't really find anywhere else in, in Alberta's okay. kind of... Yep culinary and so yeah we're gonna do the spruce tip we're gonna do one called alberta punch which is just gonna be uh, a variety of fruits nice we're gonna have rhubarb habanero mm. a peach cobbler and a blueberry basil oh that sound awesome yeah yeah that'll be nice uh yeah some nice uh, kind of spring and summer flavors there uh, yeah yeah Good we're very you. much very much hoping that we get to spend some time uh Drinking some cocktails with friends this summer. Yeah, wouldn't that wanna, be nice? Uh, spent with the friends rather than yeah. making the cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, you, you you alluded to it there. What uh, what sort of effect has COVID had on the business? Obviously, with the Bright Creek shop, you kind of uh, you kind of opened that up very close to the whole uh, everything kind of getting crazy, right? So we actually moved out to Bright Creek to kind of step away from the city during COVID. Okay. Um, and then I got stir crazy, signed a lease and yep. opened the store. And I think it was just right time, right place for the store. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was spent a lot more time outside and Westbury Creek, you know, offered a lot of fun activities for yep. people. Mm-hmm. That might not usually get out to the mountains and do the outdoor activities. Yeah. Um, and Bray Creek was pretty darn busy this summer. Yeah. Um, but COVID as a whole actually had a pretty positive oh, that's good. experience with Preserved, and that's deeply rooted in our, our support for, for local. Yeah. The drive to support local businesses was huge and wonderful in Alberta mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And more so with preserves links with Alberta farmers. Yeah. And I was very happy to be able to support our farmers in the amount that I was able to this year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I guess uh, certainly one thing that did happen with it was people were cooking at home a lot more. So picking up some products to complement that and uh, would be uh, kind of goes with it, right? So, yeah. Um, kind of relating to barbecue, kind of any. Uh, products uh, any of your products that you can see you know being used as a, a complement to uh, to some barbecue so actually when we opened the store here in Bray Creek the store next door was brand new and open and they are called Rocky Mountain Bison Company mm, yep so right next door you can buy um, bison short ribs bison chuck yep really great smokable bison meats yep. which pair very well with our Saskatoon gin jam as they would, like yeah. a finishing glaze. Yeah. You just mix the jam with a little bit of a balsamic vinegar mm. or a red wine vinegar. Yep. Use that as a finished glaze. That sounds great actually, yeah. I've been uh, trying to figure out ways to incorporate Saskatoon berries into 
some cooking, uh, trying to keep that Alberta, looking for that, those Alberta flavors, right? So that's uh, a <laughs> that's a great idea. I'd have to pick uh, I'll have to pick some of that up. We've been cooking a fair bit of bison here lately, so that's great. Made uh, instant pot tacos you with uh, with bison tonight. Perfect. They uh, worked out pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so uh, the Bright Creek location, where what's the location for that? So we are in the Bragg Creek Shopping Center. Whatever, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm sure it has a name, but... Uh, that is... That is Is it okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which surprises people. Yeah. Um, the go-to for me is that I'm two doors down from the ice cream shop. There you go, yeah. Everybody loves the ice cream shop. Yeah, no, it's a great little, uh, it's a great little shopping center. you got a, few, a number of different... Uh, uh, yeah, we've got some, real some good retailers good some restaurants, a couple yep. pubs, cafes, pretty much anything that you might need or want in yep. your your trip out to out to Westbury Creek. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been out that way to the recreation area a few times and stop in uh, at the shopping center on the way back home. So it's uh, works out pretty good. We're in the kind of the northwest corner of Calgary, so it's uh, really not too far for us to head to Bright Creek. So it works out well. Sure. Awesome. Well, Vanessa, before we wrap up, uh, anything else you want to mention or throw out there? Um, I don't think so. All right. I guess maybe just another shout out to all of our, our farmers for their continued support and work. We love everything that they're doing. Absolutely. No, that's great. Uh, I, I talk about uh, eating local and supporting local all the time here. So it's uh, it's great to see not just you as a local company, but that you're taking it that step further and sourcing all of your products uh locally and supporting the, the the local farmer. So that's awesome. Love seeing that. Uh, the last question I ask everybody, uh, you know, it's dinner time. You got the grill fired up. What's, uh, what's the go-to? In our house, uh, the go-to, if, if the grill is fired up and if it's available, mm-hmm. I love a good flank steak. Nice. Yep. Flank steak and grilled vegetables, maybe a chimichurri on top, mm-hmm. uh, something I could eat five days a week. Yep. Yeah, last year I was out at uh, up up by Olds at a Bison Ranch uh, doing a podcast with them, and uh, the the husband he took us out and uh, out in the field to actually get up close with the bison. And while he was doing that, she uh, his wife uh, Heather cooked up a, a flank steak for us, a bison flank steak, just to to try when we got back, and it was just it's awesome. So if you're uh, you were talking about bison, so yeah, uh, give the flank steak a try with the bison. It's uh, really nice. It's a great cut of meat. Yeah. They're they're flavorful. They're tender. They're yeah. you know, marbled. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, Vanessa, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, look forward to getting back out and seeing you at the store there once uh, once you're back open in a week or so, and uh, we'll be coming in for some of that jam and those carrots before too long. So, well, I appreciate it. Thanks very much, Vanessa. Have a great night. Thanks so much for having me. If you're listening to this the week it comes out and you're in the Calgary area, the Preserved a Store in Bragg Creek Shopping Center reopens this weekend, February 6th and 7th, 2021. If you want to up your cooking game and add a ton of incredible locally produced flavor into your life, get out there this weekend and show them some love. And make sure to tell them I sent you. Now it is time for the Alberta Podcast Network Spotlight, presented by none other than the Alberta Podcast Network. This month I'm joined by APN founder and co-host of That's a Thing, Karen Unland. Be sure to visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to check out all the great shows that are a part of the network. Hey everybody, it is the first week of the month and that means it's time for our Alberta Podcast Network Spotlight and uh, a bit of a double dip here this week. Uh, Excited to 
have with me uh, the founder of the Alberta Podcast Network and also a podcaster on the network, Karen Unland. Karen, uh, thanks for joining me here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy to be on your show, Ryan. I love what you do. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, before we get into your podcast, let's talk a little bit about the the Alberta Podcast Network on a whole, the history of it, and uh, how it kind of came to be. Sure. So I think we're kind of kindred spirits because you saw that there was like a barbecue scene in Alberta that you wanted to encourage mm-hmm. and um, ignite a little bit. Yep. And that's what I did about podcasting. So around 2015, I started noticing that there were a growing number of local people who were podcasting. And a lot of them were doing telling stories about where we live and and interviewing people around here. And just the nature of that kind of podcast is it's probably not going to get to like 50,000 downloads or 100,000 downloads mm-hmm. right off the bat or yep. maybe even ever. Yeah. And I thought, what could we do to make it easier for those people to keep going? Right. To, to feel that they've been, that, that their efforts are worthwhile and and maybe find a way to get a little bit of money to them so at least it doesn't cost them money to exactly. do their podcast yep. and they can keep doing what they're doing. Right. So that idea turned into uh, a, a network, a, po- a podcast network, mm-hmm. and I just started working on building relationships and figuring out what would the processes be to be able to have like a centralized network that would promote and sell ads onto a bunch of Alberta-made podcasts. Right. And started pitching that idea to potential sponsors and uh, got ATB to come on board in May 2017 as our founding sponsor. And then then we could start. So we started with 10 local podcasts then and quickly grew um, to incorporate podcasts both from Edmonton and Calgary and eventually uh, Red Deer. Yeah. And now, uh, in 2021, the network has got a bunch more traction and yeah. a bunch of people who know who we are and what we do, and hopefully some happy podcasters that are feeling feeling the love. That's right. No, it's it's great. It's been uh, I, I've sure appreciated it being part of the network. Uh, as you said, it's helped me continue on. Right, I'm not getting rich off of this for sure, but no. it's. Uh, <laughs> It, it pays the uh, covers the costs at the very least, and uh, it allows me to keep going and not be worrying about uh, shelling out of uh, out of pocket to keep doing this. Right, so it's great on that end. And you kind of touched on it, I guess. Uh, obviously, some other things, but the main criteria would for a show to be part of the network would be to be Alberta Alberta based, correct? Well, it's, yeah, I think I always think about the Alberta ness of the show is it's kind of necessary but not sufficient. Mm-hmm. So. We only have podcasters who have at least one uh, host who's based in Alberta. That's kind of the founding mm-hmm. idea of the network. Um, but it's not everybody who does a podcast here who's a great fit for the network. Mm-hmm. So we're really looking for uh, a kind of a show that is going to be a good home for our sponsors right. and going to be um, people who want to help uplift others. Like mm. that's that's kind of a, a core value right. of ours is that we want uh, the kind of people that are going to be good citizens of our network of and course. also able to um, come out regularly mm-hmm. and be trustworthy and and all those kinds of things. Of course. One thing I've noticed since the network was born is how incredibly um, 
huge and diverse the local podcasting uh, community is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- there are so many more podcasts now than when we started. So yes. many more when you, than when you started. Absolutely, sure. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's great. So even if we can't have everybody in the network, we can still find ways to support the entire community and, and let people know like how much inc- amazing podcasting is being done from mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. And how many shows are uh, part of the network right now? I think right now that's like around 30-ish yeah. that are in the network, but I do know that uh, Fonda Mithrush, who mm-hmm. runs the network, uh, on the day-to-day basis right. is in the middle of a recruitment drive. So you're going to have some some fellow members here awesome. joining pretty soon. Excellent. And uh, I, I've said it before on my show, uh, just a really wide range of subject matter. Uh, I, you know, I've said uh, there's something for everybody on the network, right? There. Yeah, we really wanted to to reflect the the kind of the wide range of different shows that are out there, and also that it's kind of the, just a natural um, people. It, it's a natural outgrowth of podcasting itself mm-hmm. because it's the sort of thing that really thrives on a niche, mm-hmm. and so it makes more sense to have a, you know a podcast about barbecue culture and a podcast about. Stephen Sondheim's musicals right. and a podcast about, um, you know, the the soccer team in Edmonton. Like these mm-hmm. all go together. The only thing that connects them is it's a podcast that's made from Alberta, right. but it and also the passion of the creator. Absolutely, awesome. Uh, well, let's get into your show. Uh, you do a podcast with your daughter Elizabeth uh, called "That's a Thing." Uh, yeah. Tell everybody a little bit about that. Well, we started doing this show about three years ago because we would have conversations around the dinner table where she would be telling me about some thing, something that was happening in her kind of media environment, something that was happening on YouTube mm-hmm. or some new thing that everybody was talking about or even even like a word that I never heard of. And, and I literally would say, that's a thing? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. And the more we started talking about it, we just thought, like, we should do a podcast where you just explain this stuff to me mm-hmm. because I'm old and I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about yep. half the time. Uh, so uh, she really liked that she listens to podcasts so she knows in her head what a mm-hmm. good podcast is, at least in, in her mind. Right. And uh, and so really she drives the bus and I just come along for the ride. She she writes the script and decides we kind of on our walk or around the the dinner table decide on like what would be a thing for us to talk right. about this month and yep. then she researches it and and uh, figures out what she can tell me that she thinks that I might not know. Yep. And and I just react. <laughs> I like, oh my goodness. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, I've got uh, two teenage daughters of my own, and uh, at our dinner table, sometimes the the two of them get going, and my wife and I will just be sitting there uh, shaking our heads because we've got no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's a completely different language sometimes. But I don't know. I think people who don't have teenagers often look at parents who do have teenagers and say, oh, poor you, that must be so hard. But I think... My experience is, and I suspect yours is, is that you have these people living in your house who are 
very smart and very aware of what's going mm-hmm. on, and they're mm-hmm. old enough to be to have a, a real conversation with yes. you now, Absolutely. right? And yeah. and it's just. Uh, it's so delightful <laughs> to talk to them yeah. and to to hear their perspective on the world from mm-hmm. from a, a, such a different one than mine. Absolutely, and uh, and it's fun. You you barbecue with yes. with your kids yep. too, so like yep. it's it's fun to collaborate. With. Absolutely. With them. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I regularly tell people that you know have younger ones that uh, I, I don't know that it, as they get older it gets easier or harder. It, it just it's different. It's different, right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the hardships change. It's true. Once yeah. you get past that point where you have to just like try to keep them alive mm-hmm. and get to that point where they where you're just trying to make sure they turn into good people. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a different, it's a different challenge. It is indeed. Uh, when does the show come out? Do you have a kind of a regular schedule? Yeah, we only come out monthly because okay. uh, that's the fastest that I can uh, manage. Although <laughs> yeah. sometimes she'll just be have a burning issue that we've got to sneak one more in. Yeah. But most for the most part, we come out uh, just before the end of the month. All right. so we just released an episode uh, on Friday that is um, all about. Uh, TikTok music and uh, internet controversies with Minecraft speedrunners mm. and all kinds of crazy stuff. All sorts of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, Karen, thank you so much for doing this, uh, folks. Check out That's a Thing and visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com uh, to find That's a Thing and all the other shows on the network. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Ryan. Big thanks to Vanessa from Preserved YYC and Karen from the Alberta Podcast Network for joining me this week. Next week, we head down to Austin, Texas for a chat with one of the more innovative pet masters on the scene down there. Some of the COVID lockdown restrictions here in Alberta are being eased up a little starting next week, and restaurants will be allowed to offer limited seating for dine-in. Keep your eyes open to see what your local barbecue joints are doing, and wherever you are, in Alberta or elsewhere, get out there and support them in whatever way you're comfortable and able. And whatever you're doing and wherever you're going, stay safe and wear your masks. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>